Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast number 152. I'm your host, David Palermo, as always. So check us out, Numb Bills Fan everywhere, numbbillsfan.com. I just got a recent shirt order up on the Etsy store. Search Etsy, Numb Bills Fan, get up on it. Um, here real quick, on behalf of Grandstand Sports Network, as well as punchdrunksports.com, check those podcast networks out, please. Um, but real quick, we have Kevin Masseri on the line. And, um, you know, Kevin is from Lockdown Bills and works with uh, Cover1.net with our great friend Eric Turner. And uh, I was in a little Madden franchise league with him one time. It was pretty fun. So, uh, Kevin, what is up? What's up, Dave? How you doing today? You know, doing. Uh, we had, uh, you know... We were we were flossing about about Preston Brown last week. Before we get into Calvin Benjamin, yes, we realized that's in the title, okay. Uh, but look, Preston Brown hit a hell of a game, and we were talking about it. Extend Brown now, and uh, he definitely made a case. I thought. Um, wanted to get that out of the way. Last podcast number one fifty one. So. Absolutely, Dave. I mean, you saw him struggle a little bit early on in coverage, and. I didn't know if that would become a theme throughout the first drive there, but um, he did hunker down, had two passes defense, one leading to an interception. Um, he's playing pretty good middle linebacker football. Has a little bit of work to do in coverage, but, um, you know, you're, you're getting what you see from him. It's just an extension should be coming for him, I would think, but, you know, we got to make sure that that number's realistic um, because we have some players to lock up. Yeah, so I thought, uh, I thought Preston Brown, he – He's a hell of a player, and what's interesting about this coaching staff is how fast they can translate to the players what they're looking for. And um, that's something that's transpired through this whole season. And uh, really, I mean, coming off this Bills, Bills just stomped out. Bills literally stomped out the Raiders. And uh, I, I didn't get in there until about mm, six minutes left in the first quarter because I was stuck out in gate three after I went to gate two. And, yeah, don't want to talk about it. So, um yeah, it was actually a great time, but um, yeah, I, I was really shocked at how well the Bills just dominated and, and seeing what everybody's talking about, like Brandon Tate on the sideline, get that huge hug and, you know, everybody going wild. And, and we've been talking about it. The theme, at least uh, on, that I've been talking is this team feels like a team. They're all there. You don't know what to expect and they're all lifting each other up. And he stopped out the Raiders. And then you come off the Raiders and you look at all these nice pieces stepping in and stepping up. I mean, Andre Holmes with, with a great reception. Tyrod Taylor, okay, you're going to keep me in the pocket? Well, I'm going to work on trying to be in the pocket. You know, and, and when he would scramble, he would still try to make sure he set his feet. You know, before I'm, I'm referring to the past and Nick O'Leary that went the wrong way. But either way, you know, you're seeing a progression out of these players, and, and that's something we want to see. Um, LaShawn McCoy looked awesome. Looked like the hammer that we're used to seeing. And and there was nothing more I could have really asked. We got the turnovers. I mean, Trey Allison stepping up. Milano, your boy over there, Hyde. Uh, come on. You know, Poyer was out this game. Supposed to be back coming up against the Jets. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to – that's pretty much my thoughts on the Raiders. If you want more Raiders thoughts, check out the Facebook Live video. Um, pretty much on the way home. I decided to throw up the Facebook Live with the fish on the iPhone. And uh, you got me, Jeff Knight, the accountant, Drunk Dean, 
and uh, Tugboat New York. So, uh, you know, check that out on Facebook. And it's, yeah, it's a live video, but expect those regularly because I get bored on the way home. We have an hour drive plus. So, I mean, Rodney Schuler was there. Anyway, so roll this in. Man, by 4 o'clock, the Bills traded for Calvin Benjamin to give away a third and the seventh round draft pick. So, I mean, Kevin, thoughts of, you know, if you want to sprinkle in Oakland thoughts in throughout this whole thing, cool. If not, I don't care. Yeah, sure. So, you know, getting into it a little bit into the Calvin Benjamin trade, you have a receiver who's generally considered a number one receiver, top 20, top 25 in the league, uh, depending on the game or the day. Um, You're trading pretty much a late third round pick uh, possibly for this guy and, and a seventh next year that you got from Cardale Jones. So you're really, you're really in good spirits with that trade. I mean, you're, you're getting really good value. Um, you know, you're not going to really receive a number one receiver right off the gate like you are from Benjamin with that third round pick. So you're, you know, you're doing fairly well there. Um, if you really continue to look at it, you have Calvin Benjamin on the cap this uh, today, Dave, for $500,000 for the rest of the year. I mean, that's nothing for a number one receiver. So you really get the benefit of that. So you can still continue to roll over that $12 million of cap space next year. Um, so it really is a great cap benefit. You have him signed next year for 8.5 on a one-year, fifth-year option, which you can renegotiate. You can do anything you want with that. Um, but you know you you're in really good shape with with that trade. Um, you, you oh, that, that's a that is such a steal. I mean, you're talking you're talking Robert Woods numbers between Absolutely. Robert Woods and Marquise Marquise Goodwin Goodwin's getting less. But I mean, I, I the thing that comes to mind, not to cut you off, but I got to interject because uh, we said this won't be a tight one. So look, first thing I go is I'm scrolling in my head and I go. Who's because Tom McKilly, the drywall guy, Tom McKilly, he talks to me. He goes, Damn, the Bills. You see that? And I was like, I didn't see it. And I get a call. He goes, Dude, you see the text? I go, No way the Bills traded something for somebody. He goes, No, did they got Calvin Benjamin? I was like, Oh, no shit. That's like a big receiver. And they're like, It was going through my head. I'm like, Who is this guy? Like, like literally, Kevin, because I'm like, it, It's not Carolina's Calvin, no, it, Calvin Johnson come out of retirement. Like these are all the stupid thoughts going through my head on drywall still this afternoon. And I'm like, no, no. And then I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I just started losing my mind. I was like, this team, like this team, Kevin is pulling at my goddamn heartstrings, man. Like they're getting me. They they are getting me. I'm calling them out. Like Brandy B, you better know what the fuck he's up to. He better be using these picks or fucking equity or something to make a move, which is good. And this is what I'm looking for. This is really what I'm looking for. And they're saying that that pick was the Cardale Jones seventh, you know. So, good. Good riddance. I, I mean, this team looks so good right now. I cannot believe they got Calvin Benjamin. That said, the next thought, the hood thought, why the fuck are you giving up Calvin Benjamin? What's the catch? So, Kevin, what's the catch? I mean, the catch here is that, you know, you're giving a, getting a player that – you know, another team thought to give up on. That's what this team is built on. Uh, you know, you have Shady McCoy, who was traded by Philadelphia. Same thing there. Everyone wanted to know what the catch was with LaShawn McCoy coming over for Kiko Alonso, who flamed out in Philadelphia, but ended up turning into be pretty good in Miami uh, later on. But, you know, that, there's no catch, Dave. I mean, you're getting, you know what you're getting from him. Um, you know, he had uh, knee surgery in 2015 after a really good rookie year in 2014. Uh, 2016, he bounced back and had a really good year last year. Um, this year, he's playing pretty good football. PFF ranks him 25th overall. Um, so, you, sh- you know, that's still within number one receiver range. Uh, 
Brandon Bean was on Sirius XM about six o'clock or seven o'clock tonight, just a couple hours ago, and basically said he's our number one receiver. He's coming in to be the X. We're going to be able to move Jordan Matthews into the slot. Uh, they know how good of a guy he is. He was a great, great teammate in Carolina for Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean as the assistant GM. Um, so you mean you pretty much you know you pretty much get what you pay for. He's well regarded. Um, most places have given the Bills an A for this move. NFL Network, uh, Walter Football, um, SB Nations, Carolina Blog. Ninety percent of their fans didn't like this trade. Um, you know they're five and three themselves. Bills are five and two. Um, you know it was, a, it was a pretty pretty weird trade. Cam Newton said yes uh, at the end of his press conference Sunday that when in a bind he looks for Calvin Benjamin and now he doesn't have him. So. Um, Pretty much a great deal, Dave. Well, I, mean, I don't really think there's anything hidden. It's not like you gave up a first or a second. You gave up a potentially middle to late third. So, I mean, obviously, but there's also a thing with his knee. There's also right. a thing. Uh, I heard Sal Sports, Sal Capaccio, the great Sal Capaccio, uh, was showing a bulldog to, and um, you know, Sal's a man. I really respect his thoughts. So he's very. Um, he's not afraid. He doesn't care what show it is. If he doesn't agree with what you're saying, he'll tell you. He's not just going to homer up, pretend he doesn't know. And, you know, so credit to him. But, you know, he brought up a, a, a point that, uh, you know, the Bills are all in with this, with this move here. And and that's great. Um, at the same time, he, he, you know, some people, he kind of mentioned it, some people think he, he looks heavy. And he might, you know, like, what about his knee? Because he had that knee injury. Also, um, you know, I believe his mother passed. And, uh, you know, it's something hard to go through. And it's something that, like, you know, I have – come on, we're human beings here. You know, football does not really become that important. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't know what to say here because it's kind of like an awkward spot. But, um, you know, it, it, these people are still human beings, okay? And I'm hoping that, like, when this guy comes in – he knows that it's a good team and a good network of guys and supposedly he's excited, you know. Um, but man, I mean, the Bills, like, this is a hell of an opportunity for the Bills. I, I cannot believe this right now. Like I'm I'm really floored and and I'm all about second chances and sometimes a change of environment is really what you need because he could be in a funk. You never know. You know, supposedly he left practice. Um, I believe a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, something about his screaming about his injury allegedly. This is what I heard um, during the press conference for yeah. Brandon Bean. So I don't know. I tried to look into it a little bit real quick before we went live, and I don't. I don't know, man. I, I hope I don't think there's a catch. I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to be negative or positive. I'm trying to stay down the middle. Um. But I mean, this is some crafty stuff from the Bills. So, um, where do you where do you take it from here? I mean, do you think there's any validation of this knee thing? Him leaving practice? Um, you know what? Not really. And if if I was, I'm still trading a third round pick for him. Um, I think he's a one, uh, number one receiver for the for short term and the long term. Um, if for some reason he missed a couple weeks here, a couple weeks there, it is what it is. So does everybody. So. Um, I, I, I don't have an issue with this trade. You can essentially look at it like you traded Ronald Darby and Cardale Jones, and you received uh, you received both Jordan Matthews and Calvin Benjamin. So you received your number one and your number two receivers uh, for Darby and Cardale Jones. So, so I mean, you really you really can't complain. I will say I didn't want to rail on him because I don't want to put negative energy out there. But if you really look at it honestly, um, 
the the game in Tampa Bay, the Bills squeaked out, okay? And if I'm not mistaken, Zay Jones had seven targets his way. And at the times that he gets targeted, I feel that it puts, you know, if he drops the ball, which it's all a mental thing, you know what I mean? Like, I thought this weekend was great against Oakland where that kid was up and running, three receptions, he was hyped, and his confidence was booming. And to see him progress into what he is right now on a high, and I finally have a guy to, another guy to alleviate him some pressure is great because the reality is, is out of seven balls, you're catching two. I mean, give a couple to the quarterback, you're still dropping a few too many. Um, you're killing drives. And, you know, I've always wanted to see the kid in the slot anyways. When we were talking about having Anquan Bolin the same, I wanted to have that kid in the slot anyways so he could have more room on the field and really learn how to to polish his routes and and learn how to get open. And that would also effectively lead into more sandlot football with Tyrod. You develop that chemistry because he's got more field to work with. So I'm stoked for Calvin Benjamin to take the pressure off of these guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's going to. I mean, that was part of it. Beside him playing for $500,000 this year, which is absolutely nothing, um, you're basically getting someone that can put Jordan Matthews in the slot, Zay Jones in the slot, and you know continue to help them grow as players. So you know, part of the reason that this trade made sense was you, you're helping out your the rest of your team and your quarterback. So it's not just about the player himself. It really, really opens up the offense. Kevin, do you have any more thoughts on this? Uh, not offhand. I, I thought I think it was a good day for the team and a really good see if he suits up Thursday. It'll be tough. Remember, one, one quick note is he didn't have a bye, so he would be one of the first players to play 17 games um, in a while. So we'll see if they sit him or what happens there. Um, and see how quickly he can learn the playbook. I think it'll work out well because he, say say there is um something out there, right? Say he he you know he needs some rest or whatever. He's got ten days. You give him you know the the coaching staff is proven with Deontay Thompson that they are ready to take these guys in and stay out with them until ten thirty. And what I love about this team is we talked about it with Marcel Darius getting shipped out. Good riddance, man. You don't want to be a part of the team. You don't want to be a team player. And then word is that players are talking about you to the coaching staff. Like, yo, man, we're not really pulling all the same strings here, are we? Like, mm. So I can't wait for this kid to get acclimated. I love that it's Brandon Bean getting a guy that he scouted and knows firsthand. And it's a very, very, very safe, high-reward thing you can't i mean keep in mind this is a guy who bought the percy harvin jersey telling you this okay so i'm stoked that maybe because clay isn't on the team anymore he's will probably wear number 13 right so i can bust out my stevie johnson jerseys that i got i got one off the accountant jeff knight for really cheap too yeah you can tape it up i'm not taping i mean i'm gonna number you know what the trick is you know what the trick is Let's say, let's hear it. Get the goddamn throwback, authentic throwback stuff. You actually don't even have to be authentic. If you get the throwback jersey, you can put whatever plate you want on it. Think mm-hmm. about that. So you can probably get like a Steve Johnson for like six bucks on eBay. 
and go talk to a guy who probably knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy to, to get, figure out how to get a nameplate put on there. Yeah. All right. No, I will. That's That sounds like a great idea for anyone listening. Um. So real quick, though, did you have anything looking forward to the Jets? Because I'm not going to touch base with you tomorrow. The future podcast I have coming off with Mike Smith, Smitty, he's going to touch base on these NFL trades in general. But, I mean, I have about mm, five more minutes left. I'd like to, to sure. talk really the future of the Bills. And I want to actually talk uh, a thing that I thought was corny. And I have to eat some crow. And I don't buy this culture bullshit, okay? I usually don't. But damn, when things are all right and they're five and two, I'm like, man, I love this team, man. Like, dude, I'm going crazy. And then you start hearing about other teams and you start hearing from, you know, players like certain players fit in certain towns and, you know, environments. You know, Donald Jones talks about the Patriots being like a really, you know, like that doesn't work for a Steve Johnson, he says, you know? So... It's it's like there's an expectation when you come to Buffalo now. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, no, that's true. There's an expectation that you're going to play within the system, um, that you're going to respect your teammates, and that you're going to come to work and give it your all every day. I mean, with Rex Ryan, who, know, who knows what you had back then, and you know you were just able to do whatever you wanted. So, um, you know, there's there's definitely some good there that for the good of the team. I mean, Brandon Bean basically went up there and said, "Yours that you're." going to go six and ten or start three and five or two and six or whatever you know you're not going to make a trade to get a number one receiver in those years so brandon beans up there basically admitting he thinks his team is playoff caliber and that everything's going the right direction which is nuts you know what i mean to think about to think about i did not think the team would be five and two and what i like about this team is when you look at teams like the patriots and they get these calls early people are like oh it's not a big deal you know no it really is because in the first half of the year you don't think about the Patriots' bullshit calls they get, you know? And for the 17 years the Bills have been sucking, this, it's been 17 years the Patriots have been honestly getting calls. And and it's like, dude, the, 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 it's, like, uh, it's like my whole rant here is about, is really about just like team. You know what I mean? It's like everybody shows up to work. Everybody does their job. They're not over-emotional like the Rex Ryan teams. And I got sucked into it, too. And, and you know, they, they get a bad call. What happens? Tyrod Taylor throws, like, a, a, a super great ball to Andre Holmes on the sideline. You know what I mean? The next play comes back. Okay, fine. You want to do that? That's fine. And, you know, the Bills just move on. And what I like is my point about the Patriots is, is they were given time. They're always given time every year. Good teams are given time to get their shit together. That way by like week eight, they're kind of humming. You know what I mean? Halfway through the season, they're humming. What's interesting about this Bills team is they're showing that it don't matter who you plug in there. If you abide to the system, you will fit right in. And next man up. I mean, who would have thought Trey Elston would have an interception in his first NFL game? Are you kidding me? Against a premier franchise quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm with you. You know, you, you never would have thought that that would have came. And, um, you know, you have really good depth on this team, something that's been knocked at years past. The Bills kind of traded some of their topper end talent and, and, and filled it in with guys that they think fit the system and, you know, are, are pretty good depth players. And that's one thing that needs to be noted is that 
I'm sick of people saying, oh, the Bills don't have depth. It's a pretty easy go-to when you're losing. Um, but they do have depth. They were able to, to avoid missing a safety, one of their better players this season in Jordan Poyer, plug him right in and Trey Elston and you know you miss a little bit but you know it's you got that depth right there you know you get a guy that can come in have 11 tackles and, a, and an interception and you, and you don't miss a much there as well Sharice Wright in the first drive I thought oh no this is gonna be a long day Sharice Wright came right in and, and hunkered down for uh for EJ Gaines and then you had Matt Milano pretty much almost supplanting Ramon Humber at the starting outside linebacker spot. So that's good depth to me. You have five tackles on this roster where many were thought to be wanted by a lot of player, uh, a lot of different teams. That's good depth to me. You had a battle at right guard uh, with Vlad Dukas winning and actually playing pretty decent football. That's good depth to me. So, you I mean, you have, you have some positions there that, you know, are really good. Now you have receiving depth, which is just absolutely bonkers to me that by adding Benjamin and Deontay Thompson, Dave, you now have depth at that position. As well. uh, can you, who, who would have thought that? I was just on the phone with uh, Drywall Tom earlier today, and I was like, who would have thought that the Bills would have one of the best receiving cores right now? I'm sorry, but I think, the, I, and I'm including Deontay Thompson, based on chemistry, it, it, it's it's there. And, and honestly, don't be shocked if he's the number three. Yeah, that's the way I think it needs to go. You need people sure out there. And, and sure. I like that. It don't matter what you do. You know, it seems like these – these Bills coaching staff people, they clearly listen to our podcast because all the things that we say we want to see change, they change. You know, I've been saying, man, you need that true number one to take that safety with you. And clearly they're listening to the players. I mean, this is such a great staff right now. They're listening to the players. It's so huge. It's so huge, Kevin. You can't You can't, sure. no, you can't I, be there. I, I, I agree with you. And the one thing you always have to remember is, um, you know, adding that kind of talent can make everyone a lot better. So, you know, I'll hold off on saying how good that unit will be, but I can say it has some depth now. You have a big, another big guy in Andre Holmes. You have another speed guy in Deontay Thompson. You have a young rookie that's developing in Zay Jones. I mean, you have Jordan Matthews, a great slot, one of the best slot receivers in the league um, that you can play at slot now. Um, so you have, and, and coming to full health. So you have, I mean, you have a good complement of receivers. It's not going to be the issue anymore. You have pretty much the only player out is Charles Clay, and he's probably only out for one more game. So, um, I mean, you have, and he's really the only injury, and it's one more week. So, you know, you have a full complement line of players. You're healthy. Um, that played into this trade too, Dave. If you're not healthy or you're missing your quarterback or your running back, I don't think you make this deal. I mean, you're healthy. Your offensive line starting to gel. You're running the ball. Um, I think, you know, you, you know that like, as much as we joke, 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 as much as we joke that – yeah, I think it's really overrated how much even us we go. You know, he's gonna know the he's gonna know so and so from the past regime. They know how that works. You know, they talk. I'm sure he picked Andy Reid's brain. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he did this or did that. But at the same time, I'm not sure. And what I, what I'll say is, I think a lot of that stuff is 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 overrated. Do you know? Like, I I think you know it it it's such a small community that if you want to dick over a team like that. And send over somebody injured, mm, whether you have a pass with the Panthers or not, you just partially burned a bridge. And you don't want to have that rep. So, I'm very confident in Calvin Benjamin. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, I have and, confidence. And there's a confidence and respect factor there from um, the Carolina Panthers as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm confident in the guy. Once again, even if there was something there, or something happens, I'm confident with trading a third for a really good receiver. I mean, you needed that player on the roster. You didn't give up too, too much, in my opinion. A first, he would have came with a lot more expectations. Um, 
I just I just think now you you also to kick her this whole thing, Dave. You have eight picks still in 2017, and you have eight picks still in 2019. So you still have 16 more players that are going to come in, in the next two years. Um, you know, and you still have five in the top three rounds next year: two, two, two first, two seconds, and a third, um, as well as a fourth and two fifths potentially if Darius plays all of the games this year. So, I mean, you have you have plenty you have plenty of draft ammunition, um, and you have plenty of current talent on the roster. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I can't really. I don't know. I don't know how they. I don't know how this Bills team did it. I mean, they're eating a lot of cap next year. They're eating fourteen mil of Marcel this year. But I mean, it, it, if there was a statement game from the Bills, the the Bills defense did not let up um, at all. Without yeah, Marcel, I mean, Derek, I mean, Derek Carr went out there and said, "Didn't have anything over the top. I had to dump everything down, and you know they did what they had to do to beat me." Yep. So, Kevin, um, what do you have up on Lockdown Bills? What do you got coming up? What's what's up? I mean, we got the Jets coming. I'm sure I'll be in talks with you before then a little sure. bit. At yeah, least I mean, in we, text, but. yeah, we'll probably have a preview edition of the Jets game coming up and then might have a day or two off. And then, you know, we'll get right back on it to, to preview that gauntlet matchup against the Saints, um, two teams that no one thought would be in this position going in. So that'd be a great game next uh, in 10 days here. Um, I'm like, I like seeing the Saints good. I got to be honest. I, I really like Drew Brees, and what I like about that Saints community is, um, they really do rally. I thought it was all homerism, but they do really rally, really rally around that team, those fans. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that matchup. Yeah, me too, Dave. Um, that'll be a good matchup, and then from there, we're doing a new thing at Cover One, doing some live commenting and live posts. Uh, we're going to call that the round table. That's going to be right up on cover one site. Be quick, quick hitter posts that you can comment on and interact with us kind of like, uh, you all do on Facebook and other stuff. So, you know, we're looking forward to, to putting that up and, and launching that portion and just, just went live today. So we're looking forward to it. Awesome. So that's Kevin Masseri, K E V I N M A S S A R E on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to be Facebook and, uh, find them with lockdown bills, cover one dot net. Find me on Twitter, Numb Bills fan, Instagram as well, and Facebook. And my personal stuff is David J. Palermo. Come be my friend. I don't bite. And uh, so numbillsfan.com. Shout out to Grandstand Sports Network and also Punch Drunk Sports. Please check them all out. They support the podcast. And thank you. Have a good night.